there. Welcome to another life-transforming sermon with Dr. Dazwit Achero. Well, I want us to go back to our pilot scripture. I mean, it's been very powerful just to delve deeper into the life of this prophet by the name Jonah. And I want us to go back there quickly. Jonah chapter 1. Um, and, and just uh, delve deeper in what God wants us to pray about today. Now, today I'm going to read verse 17 of the book of Jonah. And remember, we've been looking at the entire uh, <clears throat> story of Jonah in chapter 1, how God called him, how the word of God came to him, you know, how he rejected God's word, you know, he was disobedient, you know, to God's word, and he decided to go a different direction. And then he faced consequences. I didn't have time to delve deeper into the consequences um, that um, Jonah faced. But I want you to understand something, that disobedience will always attract, you know, some deadly consequences over your life. Um, you know, he, he went and boarded this boat, and he's going to Tashish, and, and you can see that God sent, you know, uh, a wild wind to come on, on, on the sea and the waters were turbulent and uh, the ship was really buffeted by the waves of the sea that it was threatening to break apart you know and because of his disobedience you know he didn't just threaten his life but he also threatened the lives of the people who were around you i want you to see you know um that the reach of disobedience that sometimes disobedience does not just affect you but disobedience also affects the people who are around you and that's why you have to be very careful you have to honor god because your disobedience i'm telling you can affect your family can affect your children you know can affect those who are around you you know when you look at david because of his disobedience, I mean, his house was turned upside down because of his disobedience. A sword came into his house, you know, um, his sons, you know, rose against each other because of disobedience. You know, you can see chaos, you can see murder, you can see morality, you know, in his house. So disobedience will not just affect you. And that's why you have to really, really watch out. You have to be very careful about disobeying God's law because God's law, God's laws, because, you know, that disobedience will not just affect you. That disobedience will not just, you know, uh, bring chaos in your life. It, 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 will, it will touch your children. It will touch your home. It will touch your business. It will touch your finances. It can even touch your health. It will touch your body. Disobedience is deadly. <coughs> Equally, obedience will bring blessings, not just to you, but it will bring blessings to your house. It will bring blessings to your children, to bring blessings to your finances, you know, to your home, to your marriage, and stuff like that. So we must learn to be obedient to God. Because of the disobedience of Jonah, everybody that was connected to him, everybody that was around him, experienced, you know, <clears throat> chaos, their lives were in danger because of a man who was in their boat and they had to start calling upon God. They went down to the, you know, to the ship. They pulled him out of the, the blanket and they told him, man, you have to call upon your God, you know. And, and, and they knew that this guy, this guy is the cause of our problems, but they tried to save him, you know, because he had told them that he's running away from the presence of God. And so, you know, they said, okay, because, you know, we're also calling upon our God and we are like religious. Let's not kill this guy. And they try to flood, you know, the boat to try and lighten the Lord so that it doesn't sink. But still the problem was there because Jonah was still in the boat. Disobedience was still in the boat. And at the end, you know, they had to decide whether to survive or to die with him. And so 
you know, they kicked him out of the boat. In fact, he's the one who suggested, he said, look, you guys, I know that I am the cause of your problem. So if you throw me into the sea, then I will be fine. And so they took him and they threw him into the sea. But because our God is a loving God, I just love our God. He could not let him die. You know, Jonah was going to die. By him being thrown in the sea, he's going to die. We don't know if he knows how to swim, but I, I believe he was not a very good swimmer. So he was going to die. But God, you know, even in our disobedience, God is merciful. Even when we turn against God, he is merciful. And so God prepared a big fish. And that big fish swallowed Jonah. And today, my subject is in the belly of the fish. I want us to pray when we find ourselves in the belly of the fish. Look at what Jonah chapter 1 and verse 17 says. Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow Jonah. It had to be a great fish, not just a tilapia or a small fish. It had to be a great fish to swallow Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Jonah found himself in unfamiliar territory. In the belly of the fish, it was dark. There was no light. And not only that, in that belly, it was slippery because of all these you know, gastric juices, slimy stuff that was in the belly of the fish, you know, um, to try and digest food. So he was surrounded with slimy stuff, uh, stomach acid, you know, um, enzymes, all in this place. From a, the comfort of a bed that was in the boat, he found himself in this very hostile, dark environment. He was being tossed to and fro as the fish was moving from one place to another. As the fish was swimming, I'm telling you, that guy was tossing, you know, in the belly of the fish. So it was not a very comfortable place to be in because of his disobedience he found himself in the belly of the fish and that was not a comfortable place it was dark it was slippery it was slimy it was stinking i don't even know how he was breathing it was wet it was cold i mean all these enzymes you know were, were, were working on his skin so i i believe he was feeling things pricking him in the belly of the fish because the the the, the fish was trying to digest him so it was not a very comfortable you know some people think oh he got free transport you know to to go to nineveh but let me tell you between where the boat was and Nineveh I'm telling you it was a very uncomfortable ride this was a bumpy ride for Jonah he was not sitting on a seat that was I, 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 he was not sitting on a seat and fastened you know with a seat belt he was he was tossing you know in this place it was unfamiliar territory for him dark you know slippery stinking you know and, 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 and let me tell you, it was scary for him as well. <coughs> Excuse me. So disobedience will always plunge you into the belly of the fish. A place that, you know, is not comfortable. A place that is dark. A place that is not nice. That is not comfortable. I mean, so it's not free transport that we are talking about here. We are talking about a very uncomfortable place. You know, surrounded with darkness, surrounded with water, it's wet, it's cold, surrounded with all these enzymes that are, you know, baying for your blood. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just imagining, you know, uh, uh, the, the enzymes who are talking to God and say, God, allow us to work on this guy. 
allow us to digest this guy allow us to work on him allow us to teach him you know a lesson so it was not a very comfortable place and that's what disobedience will do it will push you to a place where it is not comfortable a place where it is dark you know it is it is slimy it is stinking you know, a place where you feel like you're out of control. Things are going haywire. Nothing is working, you know, in your life. You're tossed to and from, you know. You're being hit here. You're being hit there. You're being hit by this calamity. You're being hit by this, you know, stagnation. You're being hit by this uh, problem. You're being hit by this challenge. So it is not a very comfortable place to be. So when we walk in disobedience, I'm telling you, we will find ourselves in the same predicament. And today we want to pray. When you find yourself in the belly of the fish, what are you supposed to do? Because many of us, we have found ourselves in the belly of the fish. We are like Jonah. We have gone against God and found ourselves in the belly of the fish. You know, we have decided to be unfaithful with our finances and found ourselves in the belly of the fish. We have, we have gone against the commands of God and found ourselves in the belly of the fish. We have backslidden in our hearts before and found ourselves in the belly of the fish. We have gone against God's principles and found ourselves in the belly of the fish. When you find yourself in the belly of the fish, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to do what Jonah did. What did Jonah do? He decided to pray to the Lord his God. When he found himself in the belly of the fish, he chose to pray. And today we are going to pray. We are going to seek God because I have a feeling that there are people here who have hit rock bottom. I have a feeling there are people who are here who are in a dark place. There are people here who are in a slippery place. There are people here who have found themselves in a hopeless situation. There is something that you want to work is not working. There is something that you want to see a breakthrough in and you can't see it. We are going to pray. Like Jonah, we are going to call upon the name of the Lord. Let me tell you this. Being at the lowest point of your life is not an excuse for prayerlessness. I need to say that again. This is a a very powerful and profound statement. Being at the lowest of the lowest point of your life is not an excuse for prayerlessness. There are people when they find themselves in the belly of the fish, they decide not to pray. Look, no matter how low you go, no matter how low you find yourself in, I'm telling you, it cannot be an excuse for prayerlessness. In fact, the lower you go, the more you should pray. The lower you find yourself in, the more you should pray. When you find yourself in the depth of the belly of the fish, that is the time that you need to really, really pray. But many people do the opposite. The lower they go, the less they pray. The lower they feel, the less they pray. The more darkness surrounds their life, the less they pray. But let me tell you, it doesn't matter how low you go. It doesn't matter how feel you, how, how, how low you feel. It should not be and it cannot be an excuse for you not to pray. The lower you go, the more you shall pray. The lower you feel, the more you shall pray. And Jonah 
challenges us here that regardless of how low you feel, regardless of how low you have sunk, you must make sure that prayer is still part and parcel of your life. Do you know that many Christians stop praying when they start going down? Many Christians, you know, when things are not working, they find themselves in the belly of the fish. They decide, I will not pray anymore. And they, 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 they start in, engaging in complaints. They start murmuring. They start doubting God. But I want to challenge you today. If you feel low, if you find yourself in the belly of the fish because of your disobedience, because of your craziness, because of your pride, because of going against the will and the purpose of God, you should reach out to God in prayer. Because no matter how low you sink, God can still hear you. No matter how low you are, God can still hear your prayer. My God, my God, I feel power in this place. My God. And so we want to look at the components of the prayer that Jonah made while he was in the belly of the fish. And that is in Jonah chapter 2. Please take time and read it. Maybe you can just read it quickly. Jonah chapter 2. Uh, the Bible says, then Jonah prayed. Then Jonah prayed to the Lord his God from the fish's belly. He was at the lowest point of his life, but he reached out to God in prayer. Jonah prayed to the Lord his God from the fish's belly, and he said, I cried out to the Lord because of my affliction, and he answered me. Out of the belly of Sheol I cried, and you heard my voice, for you cast me into the deep, into the heart of the seas, and the flood surrounded me. All your billows and your waves passed over me. Then I said, I have been cast out of your sight, yet I will look again toward your holy temple. The waters surrounded me, even to my soul. The deep closed around me. Weeds were wrapped around my head. I went down to the moorings of the mountains. The earth with its burrs closed behind me forever. Yet you have brought up my life from the pit. Oh Lord my God, when my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord. And my prayer went up to you into your holy temple. Those who regard worthless idols forsake their own mercy. But I will sacrifice to you with a voice of thanksgiving. I will pay what I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. Then verse 10. So the Lord spoke to the fish and it vomited Jonah onto dry land. He prayed until God came through. When he was at his lowest, when he was in the belly of the fish, he lifted up his voice and cried out to God. And at the end, what happened? God delivered him out of the belly of the fish. I don't know where you are at, but there is somebody here. You are in the you are in the belly, the very belly of the fish. You feel low. You feel discouraged. You feel like giving up. You are surrounded with darkness. It is slippery where you are treading on. I mean, you are even scared of making the next move. You think you're going to fall. You think you're going to blunder. I mean, things are shaky in your life. But this morning, be encouraged that as you lift your prayer to the Lord, that God is going to deliver you out of that slimy, slippery place in the name of Jesus. Be encouraged this morning that regardless of how low you feel, regardless of how low you have sunk because of your disobedience, because of your pride, because of your foolish mistakes and, and, and decisions, I want you to know that God is waiting on you to call upon his name and he's going to come through for you. He will deliver you out of that miry clay. He will deliver you out of that slippery ground. He will deliver you out of the 
belly of the fish in the name of Jesus. Please don't give up. Don't be quiet. Today, this moment, I want to encourage you that is your day of deliverance. You have to lift up your voice. You have to pray. You have to reach out to God in prayer. And as you do so, I want you to know that God will come through for you. He will speak to the fish. He will speak to the situation. He will speak to your circumstance and he's going to deliver you out of that mess in the name of Jesus. You will come out. You will come out of the belly of the fish in the name of Jesus. You will come out of that dark situation. You will come out of out of that slippery ground in the name of Jesus. The God will not allow you God will not allow the fish to destroy you. God will not allow that situation to destroy you in the name of Jesus. My God, that's why you tuned in this morning. That's why you joined this prayer service this morning. God wanted you to hear this, that regardless of how low you feel, regardless of how low you have sunk, regardless of how darkness has surrounded your life, you cannot see your way out, regardless of how slimy and slippery you are, at the ground you are treading, uh, on is, I want you to know that God is going to deliver you when you reach out to him in prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. I prophesy over you this morning that you will come out of that fish. You will come out of that situation. You will come out of that circumstance in the name of Jesus. I prophesy over your family. I prophesy over your business. I prophesy over your children that everything that is on a slippery ground as far as your life is concerned it will come out of that place in the name of Jesus. It will come out of that place in the name of Jesus. Can we go deeper here? I want us to look at the components of Jonah's prayer and we are going to pray in the name of Jesus. Number one thing he did, he mentioned his affliction. You know, affliction simply means that something that makes you suffer. You know, he was in the belly of the fish and he was suffering. <coughs> Excuse me. He was suffering. <coughs> It was not a comfortable place. And he mentioned his suffering, you know, to God. He talked to God about his, you know, suffering. Look at what he says. He said, I cried out to the Lord because of my affliction. He lifted up his voice and he mentioned his affliction unto God. When you come to prayer this morning, I want you to mention your affliction to God. I want you to tell God what you're going through. I want you to tell God how low you have sunk and what you're going through. He wants to hear you say that the thing that is bothering you is this and this and this. And I'm telling you, as you begin to mention your affliction, God is going to come through for you in the name of Jesus. You see, afflictions can come in different ways. It can come through a plague. When David numbered the children of Israel, you know, to prove his might, which was an act of disobedience, he did not, you know, give God the glory. He wanted to show that it was his might <clears throat> that gave him glory, that gave him victory rather. He was giving himself the glory. God was made. He unleashed affliction in, in Israel and people started dying one by, one by one. When Pharaoh was disobedient to Moses' command, when Moses came with a message from God and 
Pharaoh was disobedient to him. I'm telling you, a plague was released in Egypt and people, you know, became uncomfortable in Egypt. There was darkness. There were frogs. There was hailstone. And at the end of it, you know, the firstborns were killed. They were killed because of what? Because of disobedience. I'm telling you, affliction can come through many ways. It can come through calamity. When Israelites murmured in the wilderness, God unleashed snakes and they were bitten. I mean, God, you know, could allow the ground to open up and, 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 and bury people alive because of their disobedience. But let me tell you, you can cry out to God because of the affliction that has been brought about by your disobedience and God will hear you. Look at what Jonah said. I cried out to the Lord because of my affliction and he answered me. God answered him. And so God will also answer you this morning in the name of Jesus. What is this affliction that you're going through? What is this mess that you have found yourself in? What is this brokenness that you have experienced because of your disobedience? What is this stagnation that you see in your life? What is this frustration that has been bothering you for years and you know the cause? You know where it is coming from. I want to challenge you this morning. I want you to lift up your voice and cry out to God because of that affliction. Nothing that you're going through that is as a, as a, uh, that is as 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 a result of disobedience that God cannot deal with it. Nothing that you're going through that was brought about in your life by disobedience uh, God cannot deal with. I want you to know that God can reverse any affliction in your life regardless of how worse, regardless of how nasty, regardless of how bad it is in your life. There is nothing that you're going through that was caused by disobedience that God cannot deal with. God can reverse it. God can turn it around. God can turn it, you know, uh, 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 God can turn it around and, and, and reveal his glory and his power through that situation in your life in the name of Jesus. All he needs is for you to raise up your voice, is for you to cry out to him and mention your affliction to him. Tell God, God, I know that I brought this on myself. I know that because of this disobedience, this is uh, happening in my life. And as we begin to talk to God about that affliction, as we begin to talk to God about that situation that you have found yourself in because of your disobedience. God is faithful. He's going to turn it around in the name of Jesus. The Bible says that God answered him. The second component about the prayer of Jonah is that it was loud. He vocalized his prayer. He vocalized his prayer. Look, he was at the belly of the fish. Let me tell you, that is a place that let me tell you, if somebody is there, you cannot know. If somebody cries, you will not know because he is in the belly of the fish and he's covered with water and water is not a very good conductor of sound. So, so, so he was down there and he was crying surrounded by this massive, you know, well of fish, and then he's covered with water. So, I mean, it was very difficult for a human being to hear Jonah while he was crying out there. It was very difficult even for those mariners to be able to hear him cry out to God in the belly of the fish. But let me tell you, there was one person who could still hear Jonah. You might be surrounded by the 
by the belly of the fish. You might be surrounded by a situation that you think, you know, even if you cry out, nobody will hear you. Even if you cry out for help, nobody will hear you. And sometimes you do. And it's like nobody hears you because you are covered by your situation. You are covered by your circumstance and nobody can hear you and nobody can see what you're going through. But there is one who will still hear you no matter how low you have sunk, no matter how low you fear, no matter how low you have gone. I want you to know, even in your lowest point, when you raise up your voice in prayer, God will still hear you. There is somebody here who has been in the belly of the fish. You have cried out for people to help you, but it's like they can't hear you. They are deaf. You have cried for help. You have you have yelled for help and it's like they can't hear you. But I want you to know, don't, don't give up. Keep on yelling. Keep on crying. Lift up your voice in prayer because there is one who hears our prayer. No matter how low we are, no matter how low we feel, God still hears our prayer. God will still hear your prayer. When you lift up your voice and cry out to God, he will still hear you. Even in the belly of the fish, he will still hear you. I feel like preaching, but let me not preach. We are about to pray. Even in the belly of the fish, when you feel low, when you feel ignored, when you feel like nobody sees what you're going through, when you feel like nobody feels what you're going through, there is one who is acquainted with your grief. There is one who understands your pain. There is one who understands your affliction. And there is one who sees where you are. People might not even see where you were, but there is one who sees where you are and he knows where you were and he can hear your cry. He can hear your prayer. He can see your tears. He can feel what you're feeling. Please don't be quiet. Even when you are in this particular situation, lift up your voice and cry out to God in prayer because he hears the prayer of John. He hears the prayer of any man who is in the situation that Jonah was in. So don't be quiet. There are many people when they are at their lowest, they keep quiet. They decide I will not pray anymore. I'm hurt. I am bitter. I am angry with God. How comes he allowed this to happen in my life? How comes he allowed the mariners to throw me into the belly of the fish and so they are bitter with God. God does not want you to be bitter with him because it will not help you. God wants you to be better by lifting up your voice and pray. So you have to pray. 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 You have to push your voice to go beyond the whale. You have to push your voice to penetrate the skin of the whale, to go above the waters and reach the heavens. You have to pray with all might, all your might. You have to pray with all your strength until God comes through for you in the name of Jesus. And today you will not be quiet. Today you will reach up your voice and cry out to God in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, hallelujah. My God, my God, my God. I don't know what to give you and what to leave. <laughs> and then number three, the component of his prayer, because we have to pray, man. He recognized God's hand in his situation. He never allowed the fish. You see, God, 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 God was at work. Even though this guy was in the belly of the fish, God was still at work. And that's why God did not allow the fish to digest him. 
God did not allow the enzymes to work on him. He controlled the environment in the stomach of the fish. He controlled the environment in that particular place and he made sure that the environment was conducive for the survival of Jonah. No wonder Jonah was able to pray in the belly of the fish. He spoke to the enzymes and he told them, look, you cannot touch this one. He spoke to the slimy stuff, you know, in the stomach of this uh, well and told this slimy stuff that stop right there. You cannot work on him. So Jonah recognized God's hand in his situation. I want you to know that it doesn't matter how bad your situation is. It doesn't matter how low you have sunk. God still has a way of controlling, you know, the environment that you have found yourself in so that that situation may not destroy you. And that's why you are still alive. You went through what you went through, but you're still alive. You faced a difficult moment in your life, but you're still alive. You faced the lowest point of your life, but you're still alive. Why? Because God was still in church. He was at work in your situation. When you look over your shoulder, some of you don't even know how you made it. It was hard. It was tough. It was difficult. I mean, your life was at risk, but look at you right now. My goodness, I feel like preaching. Look at you right now. You are still here. You are still alive. And sometimes you can't even explain how you made it. But I want you to know that as you are going to the belly of the fish, God went there with you. God was there with you because Jesus has been there before. In fact, the Bible says as Jonah was in the belly of the fish for three days, so the son of man will be in the grave for three days. So I want you to know he's been there and his presence is there. And so I don't want you to feel like you're alone in the belly of the fish. He is there with you. No matter how low you feel, no matter how low you sink, I want you to know that God is there with you. And that's why you survive. I'm speaking to survivors here. That's why you're still alive. That's why that situation did not take you out. That's why that circumstance did not take you out. It's because God was with you. He kept you. He protected you. He sustained you. He provided for you. He shielded you know you. He was with you. He made sure that that situation doesn't break you. He made sure that that circumstance doesn't take you out. That is how faithful our God is. And that's where Jonah recognized that. I don't have time to read, but read from verse 3 to 6 of Jonah chapter 2. He recognized that and he said, yet you have brought up my life from the pit, oh Lord my God. He knew that God allowed him to go into that situation, but also he knew that God was at work in that situation and he was able to bring him out of that situation. My goodness, we have to pray. We have to pray. This morning we have to pray. I hope you're ready to pray. We're going to pray intensely for the few minutes that are remaining in the name of Jesus. The first thing that I want you to do I want you to thank God. I want you to thank God that regardless of the affliction in your life, you are still alive. I want you to thank God that regardless of what you went through, you are still alive. I want you to open your mouth and let thanksgiving flow out of you that you are still alive. You went through a difficult time, but you are still alive. You faced dangers, but you are still alive. You sank so low because of your disobedience, but you are still alive. 
alive. Lift up your voice and let thanksgiving flow out of your life right now in the name of Jesus. No matter how tough it was, no matter how difficult it was, you are still alive in the name of Jesus. It was tough, it was difficult, but you are still alive. Father, I thank you. Lord, we bless you that regardless of what we went through, we are still alive. The devil tried to take us out, but you kept us. You protected us. You shielded us. We are still here. Yes, sicknesses came. Diseases came. Calamity came. But we are still here. We are still alive. We went from bad to worse. We were at the lowest in our lives. We faced dangers and difficulties, calamities and plagues. But we are still here. We are alive. Come on, open your mouth and be thankful to God. Open your mouth and just be thankful that regardless, regardless of the affliction, regardless of the disease, regardless of the circumstance that you found yourself in because of your disobedience that God kept you. He didn't kill you. He didn't allow you to die. He didn't allow you to be destroyed. He kept you. He shielded you. He protected you. He provided for you. He don't. He did not allow you to lose your job regardless of your stinginess. You've not been tithing faithfully, but he, don't, he did not allow the devourer to take you out. You need to be thankful. He did not allow diseases. He did not allow calamity. He did not allow retrogression to come your way. He did not allow your boss to suck you. He did not allow the devourer to come and work on you. You are still here because God regulated the temperature of your situation. God stepped into, yes, the temperature of your consequences and regulated that temperature. That's why you're still here. That's why you're still breathing. That's why you're still moving. That's why you still have your job. That's why you're healthy. That's why you're still driving your car. That's why you're still living in your house. That regardless of our disobedience, God made sure that we survived the affliction. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you for your mercies. Lord, I thank you for your grace. Lord, I thank you for your goodness. Lord, I thank you for your provision. Lord, I thank you that you've been good even when we were not good. Lord, I thank you that you protected us even when we disobeyed you. Lord, I thank you that you extended your mercies and your grace over our lives even when we were not faithful. We are grateful to you this morning. Come on, open up your mouth and be thankful to God. You have one more minute to thank God. You can look at your life. You can see that you've not been very nice. You've not been very good. You've not been a good Christian. You've not been a faithful Christian. But God has been good. Yes, even in your pride, He has been good. Even in your rebellious, rebellious attitude, He has been good. Even in your compromise, He has been good. Yes, you are in the belly of the fish, but He did not allow, He did not allow distraction to come your way. Yes, you have compromised in one way or another, but you can still see the faithfulness of God, the goodness of God. I wish I had real people here. You can still see the blessings of God. You can still see the provision of God over your life. You've not been a very good believer. You've not been a very good uh, Christian, but you can still see that God has been good. He has been good. He has been good. He has been good uh, over your life. He has been good to your children. He has been good 
good to your business. He has been good to you as a person. He has been good to your spouse. Things were not good, but he has been good. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we glorify you. Lord, we magnify you in our weaknesses, in our disobedience, in our pride, in our rebellion. You still have been good to us, Jehovah God. And so we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. It's not because we are good, but it's God. It's because of your mercies. It's because of your grace. It's because of your kindness. It's because of your heart that is full of love towards us, your children. Lord, we are grateful. Lord, we are thankful. Some of us, Lord, we even stop going to church, but you still have, have been good to us, oh God. We became rebellious. We stopped praying. We stopped serving. We have but bitterness in our hearts, but Lord, you still has been good in our lives. We thank you, oh God. We magnify you. We glorify you. You are a good God. You are an amazing God. Oh Lord, thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Master, for sustaining us. Thank you, Master, for uh, making sure that we survive in the name of Jesus. Thank you, oh God. Thank you, oh Lord. Now, the second prayer that I want you to pray is, I want you to pray today. I want you to pray. I want you to pray. I want you to pray that whatever you are going through, whatever you are going through, you will survive it in the name of Jesus. That God will deliver you from every affliction in your life. I don't know which affliction you are going through. I don't know what affliction you are being faced with right now. There are things that you did that have provoked certain things to come your way. I want you to pray that God will deliver you in the name of Jesus Christ. God delivered Jonah. He spoke to the fish and he told the fish to vomit Jonah. This morning, God is speaking to that fish that has swallowed you to vomit you in the name of Jesus. You will come out of that affliction in the name of Jesus. Even if it's a plague, you will come out of it. Even if it's a calamity, you will come out of it. Any consequence of your disobedience. I want you to pray this morning that God will deliver you from that affliction in the name of Jesus. You will survive that affliction in Jesus' name. It will not take you out in Jesus' name. Lift up your voice right now and begin to pray in the name of Jesus. My God, my God. Father, I pray. I pray. We are praying. We are praying. Raise your voice and pray that God may deliver you. May God 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 deliver you out of that affliction. May God deliver you out of that affliction. If it is a disease, may God deliver you out of that affliction. If there is a disease that came upon your life because of disobedience, I pray that may God deliver you out of that disease in the name of Jesus Christ. If there is a circumstance that you found yourself in because of your disobedience, may God deliver you in the name of Jesus. Every form of poverty that came your way because of disobedience. May God deliver you right now in the name of Jesus. Every form of calamity that came your way because of disobedience. May God deliver you this morning in the name of Jesus. May the fish vomit you. May the fish vomit you. May you come out of the belly of the fish in the name of Jesus. Anything that came into your life that is undesirable, 
that was provoked by disobedience. May God deliver you out of it in the name of Jesus. Every diabetes that came to your body because of disobedience, may God deliver you. High blood pressure that attacked your body because of disobedience, may God deliver you in the name of Jesus. May God deliver you out of it in the name of Jesus. Heart condition that came your way because of disobedience, may God deliver you out of it in the name of Jesus Christ. Any incurable disease that came and attacked your body because of disobedience, may the Lord deliver you out of that affliction in the name of Jesus Christ. Every poverty, every form of poverty, financial poverty, relationship poverty that has come your way, that, that you are not able to enjoy some things, any form of poverty in your life that has been caused by disobedience, I pray may the Lord deliver you. May you come out of that belly. May you come out of that situation in the name of Jesus. May the Lord command the fish to vomit you right now in the name of Jesus. Every circumstance that you have found yourself in that was caused by disobedience. I pray this morning that may the Lord deliver you out of that circumstance in the name of Jesus. Every pain that you have found yourself in because of disobedience, may the Lord deliver you out of that pain right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Every, dis every stagnation that came into your life and attacked your progress because of disobedience, I pray for you. May the Lord deliver you this morning out of that stagnation in the name of Jesus Christ. Any curse, any curse that came and attacked your life because of disobedience, may the Lord deliver you out of that curse this morning in the name of Jesus. I pray that may the chains of that curse wrapping themselves around your life be broken right now in the name of Jesus every frustration that has come upon you because of disobedience. You try business, it's not working. You try relationships, it's not working. You try to fall in love, it's not working. You try and date, it's not working. Anything you try, you try employment, you are sacked after a month or two. Anything, any frustration that has come into your life because of disobedience, I command it to come to an end right now. In the name of Jesus, may the Lord command the frustration to cease over your life. In the name of Jesus, may that frustration cease right now in your life. In the name of Jesus, may that frustration, my God, cease in your life right now. In the name of Jesus, may that frustration cease in your life right now. In the name of Jesus, may that frustration come to an end right now in your life in the name of Jesus. May that frustrate the devil is a liar. I attack that frustration to the core of its roots. Right now I command it to cease right now in the name of Jesus. I command the fish, I command the fish of frustration to vomit you right now in the name of Jesus. I command the fish of 
poverty to vomit you right now in the name of Jesus I command the fish of stagnation to vomit you right now in the name of Jesus I command the fish of disease and sickness to vomit you right now in the name of Jesus I command the fish of poverty and backwardness to vomit you right now in the name of Jesus. I command the fish of not getting married to vomit you right now in the name of Jesus. I command the fish of gloom and sadness to to vomit you right now in the name of Jesus. May you come out of that situation. May you be delivered out of that situation. Any situation that you have found yourself because of your rebellion, because of your disobedience, because of going against God's commands, may God unleash his masses. May God unleash his grace. May God unleash his masses and his kindness over your life. And may you be delivered out of that situation in in the name of Jesus, may you be delivered out of the belly of that fish this morning. In the name of Jesus, any fish of barrenness, may you come out of it. In the name of Jesus, every fish of gloom, sadness, and depression, may you come out of it this morning. In the name of Jesus, every fish, every fish. Every fish, every fish, <clears throat> every fish of depression that you have found yourself in for many years, may you come out of that fish right now in the name of Jesus. My goodness, I feel like I'm dealing with spirits. I'm dealing with spirits. You are dealing with spirits this morning. Yes, the fish has to let you go. The fish has to let you go. The fish has let you go. Some of you, the fish has arrested your destiny. Every fish that has arrested your destiny, I command that may that fish vomit you right now in the name of Jesus. May you come out of that fish. May you come out of that fish. I lose your destiny. I lose your joy. I lose your prosperity. I lose your fruitfulness. I lose your progress. I lose your promotion. I lose your elevation. I lose your increase. Right now, in the name of Jesus, my God, my God, my God, I lose your marriage. I lose your children. I lose your increase. Right now, in the name of Jesus, any fish that has swallowed you, my God, my God, my God, I command that fish to vomit you right now in the name of Jesus. Every fish that has swallowed your finances, I command it to vomit your finances right now in the name of Jesus. Every fish that has swallowed your marriage, you can't get married. I command it to vomit your marriage right now in the name of Jesus. Every fish that has swallowed what belongs to you, I command it to vomit your blessing this morning in the name of Jesus. My God, my God. I'm not just speaking this because it's a cliche. I'm declaring it from the word of God. The Bible says, and God commanded the fish 
that had swallowed Jonah to vomit him. Anything that has swallowed your blessing, may it vomit it this morning in the name of Jesus. You're coming out. May you experience deliverance. 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 May you experience deliverance right now in the name of Jesus. May you experience deliverance. May you experience freedom. May you experience blessings. May you experience your destiny right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, 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 yes. The belly of the fish is not your destiny. The belly of the fish is not your destination. The belly of the fish is not your place of abode. The belly of the fish is not where God has ordained you to operate from. Today, I command every fish that has swallowed you to vomit you in the name of Jesus. Come out of it in Jesus' name. I speak to you right now. Come out of it in the name of Jesus. Every Jonah here, come out of that belly of the fish in the name of Jesus. And may you be free. 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 May God answer your prayer. May God answer your cry. May God answer your prayer. May God answer your cry. May God answer your prayer. May God answer your prayer. May God answer your cry. May God answer your prayer. May God answer your cry. May God answer your prayer. May God answer your cry this morning. May God answer your prayer this morning. In the name of Jesus. May you come out. May you come out. May you come out. May you come out. The devil is alive. May you come out. May you come out. This is your third day. May you come out in the name of Jesus. You've been there for three days. You've been there for three nights. May you come out right now in the name of Jesus. I speak to every Jonah here. You are coming out of that belly right now in the name of Jesus. I command you to come out of that belly right now in the name of Jesus. I command you right now. You fish, let God's children go in the name of Jesus. Let God's children go in the name of Jesus. Let them go. Let them go. Let them go in the name of Jesus. May you come out. May you come out. May you come out and experience your blessings. May you come out and experience your destiny. May you come out and fulfill your calling. May you come out and fulfill your assignment here on earth. May you come out and go to the next level. May you come out and get married. May you come out and move higher financially may you come out and just begin to enjoy joy begin to enjoy life begin to experience joy begin to experience progress and prosperity may you come out may you come out in the name of jesus may you come out and begin to laugh may you come out and begin to dance for joy may you come out and begin to worship god and be grateful to god for the good things he has done in your life may you come out and begin to experience the favor and the goodness of god in the name of jesus may you come out and begin to experience progress in your career in the name of jesus may you come out and begin to experience joy and love in your marriage in the name of jesus may you come out and begin to experience the fruit of your womb right now in the name of jesus may you come out and begin to experience goodness 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 in your life right now in the name of jesus may you come out and begin to experience financial breakthroughs and and testimonies in the name of jesus may you come out and begin to experience oh yes good things 
tongues from above in the name of Jesus. May you come out and begin to experience that awesome stuff in your life and in your family in the name of Jesus. May you come out and receive that letter of promotion in the name of Jesus. May you come out and meet your life partner in the name of Jesus. May you come out and experience health in your body in the name of Jesus. May you experience it. May you experience it right now. As God answered Jonah, God has answered you this morning in the name of Jesus. As God answered Jonah, God has answered you this morning in the name of Jesus. God has answered you this morning in the name of Jesus. God has answered you in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for everyone here who has been in the belly of the fish. Today, I proclaim that they are out of the belly of the fish. As Jonah came out, I proclaim that they have come out in the name of Jesus. I speak freedom and I speak deliverance over their lives. Today, in the name of Jesus Christ, they are free. The chain is broken. The chain is broken and they are free in the name of Jesus Christ. I give you glory and I give you praise because we are out of the fish's belly. We are out of the fish's belly. We are out of the belly of the fish in the name of Jesus. I give you glory and I give you honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 I prophesy over you that you are enjoying freedom. Freedom in the name of Jesus. Freedom from the fish's belly. You are enjoying freedom from the fish's belly in the name of Jesus. You are out of it in Jesus' name and your freedom is sure in Jesus' name. Freedom from the fish's belly in the name of Jesus. You are free this morning. Shout a big amen. You are free this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can now get in touch with Dr. Dazu Techero on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.